Hey, what's going on? I'm Anela Jamal, and today I want to go over a question that I got asked recently by one of my fans. And the question goes like this. Even though your songs are instrumental, they often have a lyrical quality to them. There are several songs that almost sound like they are singing to me, like I can hear lyrics in them. Could you talk about your writing process? Like, do you write down lyrics to help you compose the music? That's a really cool question. And my writing process has actually taken many different shapes over the years of, of when I, how long I've been really writing for. Well, on top of that, uh, I've been writing music since the very first day I actually got my guitar. And I actually still remember that song too, very vaguely. Maybe I'll have to show you sometime. The writing process, when I first started to play music, it wasn't rooted in theory whatsoever. Uh, even though I kind of knew a little bit of the theory, uh, I wasn't really interested in it. I was more interested in uh, expressing myself because when I was first starting to write music, I was actually in a very dark place. It was because I moved to Canada. You know, we had like th 30 days to leave the country when, where I lived in America, in Texas. And so we had, again, just only a month to kind of pack our things and go. So obviously that sort of experience was very, very difficult at the time and probably the hardest thing I've ever had to go through in my life. And so that kind of sparked everything for me. It actually was the catalyst for me to get more into writing for solo guitar, especially because that's kind of where that uh, avenue eventually led me to. Because what I would do is the first six months that I did live in Canada, I would basically lock myself in my room, draw, do push-ups, and play guitar all day. I really felt like I was in prison. But that was a really valuable lesson for me to just be okay with being alone. Plus, being an introvert, I think that makes it much easier. And also, it just makes you realize that you need to have some outlets and some new ways of looking at, at writing, at creating. Because when I first started to write music, I was really into art. I let a lot of my art actually kind of dictate sometimes the music as well. And my art was very demented and very surreal and very abstract and very weird. Uh, just a collection of thoughts in my brain and how I thought it would look. And then I would try to write music to it. And that was a really cool experience. So the writing process kind of took shape from, from more of a visual uh, you know, perspective of that. And I think I've talked about that in another podcast before where I, where I kind of talk about that how to like harness your imagination as a creative. But I certainly don't write lyrics to it. I never really have. I mean, I've, I've written lyrics a couple times to just chord progressions and stuff, but not to my actually uh, solo acoustic like guitar music or instrumental music for that matter. But oftentimes, you know, I need to have a spark. And that spark usually isn't, I mean, it can be inspiration. It can be an, an experiential thing that you've gone through, that you've witnessed. And then you try to harness that into, into a piece of music. And back then, my music was not very lyrical, I would say. I mean, my, my music today is very lyrical because I think that's just part of maturity. I feel like once you go through your phases of your technique and getting your technique down, because I was very hungry for technique and, and making sure that I get solid foundation down. And I feel like nowadays, my music is a lot less complex and a lot more melodic and lyrical. And so, and just so you know, when I say lyrical, I just mean that it's something that maybe a singer could sing, uh, potentially, if it was written for a singer-songwriter or something like that. And so I, I think that that's a really cool thing to look back at and kind of just see, because I've never really done that. I've never really thought about that question about, like, how much has the writing changed? How much has the writing process changed for me? And so today, I feel like, yes, although a lot of it is more lyrical-based, 
I think it would never have come to that if I didn't go through all the technical stuff that I had to do. Because if you listen to like my first album, like Desire Movement, or even the demo, 2006, it's like 15 years ago. Although there were some melodic parts, it's very technical. It's very complex, and it's not really something that you could sing. It's not very lyrical music. But throughout the years, except for maybe Southern Magnolia, because that was, I think, a very lyrical piece, and I think I just got lucky with that, to be honest. I just got lucky with that melody, and I just ran with it. And that's oftentimes what happens. So the writing process will usually start with a catalyst. Almost always we'll start musically. Uh, if we're talking musically, not about like imagination or harnessing, you know, like visuals to, to, to auditory. The actual steps would be to write a little part. And I can guarantee you, like I've got hundreds, if not thousands of audio recordings on my phone that, that no one will ever hear. Thankfully, trust me, you don't want to hear that because it's just a lot of noodling around. But oftentimes I'll find this little gem in there, okay? So I'll do a jam, I'll record myself at nighttime, for example, and just play for like 20, 30 minutes. And before I know it, there's that one little second, quite literally, like one or two seconds in that little 20 minute jam that is the catalyst. That's where I go, whoa, that was something cool. And I started to see something and I'm like, I gotta explore that further. So it's a really cool process when I do catch myself doing that. And thankfully, I, I've never really had writer's block, you know, so I've just, I've just always been pretty consistent with trying to come up with, with music. And again, when I say me, it's probably not even me, it's something above, maybe channeling through me. I don't even know what it is, but it's cool. So I'll, I'll run with it. So the catalyst will come, and the catalyst usually comes from a non-structured approach. So it's very free, it's very open, but as soon as I do catch on to that catalyst, it starts to become very systematic and it becomes like a routine almost because I've just done it so much at this point. And again, now that I'm actually thinking about it, because I've never really verbalized this, it starts to get in a very kind of like step A, step B, step C. So it's a very systematic approach, but, and that's very cool. And I actually really work best with that, to be honest. I think it's just been a cool experience to kind of go from like being more, more free to let the inspiration come as I'm playing and noodling around and then harnessing it into a more systematic approach. But the question is always like, which I get asked is like, how do you know what a good part of a song is? How do you know that something that you just wrote, that two second clip is actually a good thing to worth investing your time and energy into? And to be honest, you don't know, but you have an intuition, we all do, and sometimes we trust it. And the more you trust it, the more experience you get with it, and the more experience you get with it, the better you can trust it. All right, so it's this cycle that just kind of keeps happening of trusting your intuition and getting the experience. And then the more you do that, the better you become at it because it is also a skill, right? It's not just something that just, you know, we're born with or it's a gift or it's something that, that you know, as some people like to say, it's a God-given gift, which I, that statement just doesn't sit with me all that well. <laughs> That'd be an episode for another time. But I, I think the whole overall you know, point of this that I'm trying to make is that you need to experience the process. If you are writing, if you are a, a composer and, and getting into it and starting to write music, the best thing to do is just to keep doing it. Look for those two second clips, harness it, go through a systematic approach, then develop it. And obviously, you know, at that point, that can take months, it can take weeks, it can also take days. Uh, I've had songs that have written themselves within a week. I've had songs that are still not finished after 10 years of, of noodling around with it. And that's okay. I think for me, I'm totally okay with not finish, having to finish every single idea that I have. I do, although I do, I would love for them to be finished, but it's just, I have to ask myself, how much time am I willing to put into this, right? And at the end of the day, I need to be, I think, more careful and, and more kind of salient with the approach of 
how much energy I need to put towards something. Because at this point, I think I can, I can kind of tell if I'm putting too much energy towards something and I'm not getting anywhere, I'm just going to stop it and just come back to it at a later time. Nothing wrong with that. Perfectly fine for anyone out there looking to find hacks of doing that. And as you know, as many of you know, I love to find hacks and everything. So when I say hack, I just mean like optimizing something, getting the best results with, with the little amount of work as possible. Like the 80-20 rule, if you know about that. The writing process, again, from there, then it just keeps expanding and then eventually it turns into me deciding where is this going to go in the, in the piece? Is this going to be a verse section, a chorus section? What's this going to be? And usually what happens from there is that I would just keep exploring the idea over and over again until I move one bar ahead. Then I got the one bar ahead, then I keep, going, I keep doing it, looping it, and I'm just like exploring what other options I have. And I, I go through the exploration very quickly. And again, that's because if you've done the technique work, you can get to your results very quickly because you don't have to learn new techniques to get there, if that makes sense. So if you've done the legwork and you're in the writing process, the writing process is almost, it's very easy and it becomes very, very fluid and almost like you're in a flow state, which I talk about all the time. And so when you are in that flow state, you know, artistic ideas just come oozing out. But again, if you haven't done the legwork of the foundational stuff, the technique, if you can't quite do certain chords yet comfortably, that's going to stunt your growth, of course. So because I'm so thankful, I'm so thankful of the, the, the past me because I'm glad I did that work where I could now just kind of free flow most ideas and kind of wing it if I have to. But then I can kind of fine tune specific parts at a later time. So a lot of that fine tuning phase is the last 10 percent of a composition, right? I'm not really focusing too much about the, the little details until the very end once I have the overall kind of theme or structure of it. And a lot of my older stuff was a lot of like composed through music, meaning that there's very little repetition, if any repetition. And I love that sort of writing because it's very unexpected, right? So as you're listening to it, you're probably expecting a verse, chorus, verse, chorus section. And then when you don't give it to that listener, you're violating the expectation of that listener's uh, what, what they wanted. And that's good, honestly. That's actually a really good thing to do as a composer because you kind of have these twists and turns in your songs. And I've heard someone explain that about my music too, which is very cool. Again, and at the end, the way that I'm writing a lot of my stuff now, it's really, it's more structured. It's funny because it's like when I first started writing, it was really free flow and a lot of different parts, like 10 parts in a song. And people used to make fun of me because it's like, you could write five songs in that one song, but you decided to put it all in one. I'm like, yeah, because that's, that's how I envisioned it. Uh, whereas now, a lot of my nylon stuff, for example, is, is more structured. And then it just depends on what genre I'm going for. If I'm going for more of a poppy feel, obviously I'll do a verse course, you know, typical ABAC structure or something like that. But if it comes down to like the really intuitive playing, it's a lot of improvised ideas. So that's where it's just, it just flows. It just goes where I, where I feel at the time. It's a very grounding tool for me. Uh, music and especially improvising and I love improvising not the greatest improviser but compared to other great players and stuff but again for me it does the trick it fulfills my heart it gets me in the right place and it's oftentimes a very good catalyst for me to start exploring ideas because again that two second clip comes from an improvisation right and that two second clip eventually turns into a full song into the writing process but it's not about words so much it's about the melody it's about the harmony. It's about the structure of the song. It's about the complexity of the rhythm. It's about what rhythm fits this song at this time. How am I feeling at this point? So there's this kind of this questionnaire I almost go through in my head. Again, not even really aware of it, but before I realize like, okay, I got something here. All right, so a little bit of a rant there on that topic, but 
Hope that uh, clears up some of that on how I like to write or the writing process for my music. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you got some value out of this podcast. And if you did, let me know. You can find me, Manelli Jamal, on all social media platforms or my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Jamal. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.